0: What's up, all you crazy streamers? Yes, you streamer people. I know who you are. You don't have TV. You only stream what you actually watch. Well, I got something cool for you. It's called Paramount Plus. Yes, Paramount, the Paramount, the one that's, you know, CBS, the big people. (laughs) Well, they came up with a pretty cool thing that you can stream All of their original movies and all of their original TV episodes, it's over 30,000 episodes in movies and originals. You can even stream live sports and news with limited commercial interruptions. The cool part about Paramount Plus 2 is they offer offer a commercial-free plan. And I don't know about you, but to not have to watch commercials would be so epic, even though I'm pitching a commercial to you right now (laughs) but that's okay because i'm a comedian and that's what i do anyways check out the um the notes for the show the link is in our notes it's the paramount plus link use it because it supports the show if you could please if you're going to sign up or you can go to our website at um, highlyirritable.org the website there uh, has the link connected to it as well. So check them out. It's Paramount Plus. They're very affordable. And like I said, you can watch 30,000 episodes in movies, original live sports, and news with limited commercial interruptions, or you can check out their commercial free plan that they have. So everybody check it out. It's in our show notes, Paramount Plus.
1: What if it was possible to get local, fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? You could take up underwater basket weaving with all of that free time. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Way better than the other guys that nickel and dime you every time you use their app. Forget that one ingredient you needed to make your grandma's famous casserole? Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, and every item is hand selected by shoppers based on your preferences. No more rock hard avocados. And they'll keep your eggs safe too. To start your 14 day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again.
0: So the other day I was sitting on the couch and I got kind of bored. So I went upstairs, looked on the laptop and I Googled electric bikes because I wanted to ride my bike, but I couldn't ride the beach cruiser because I kind of hurt my knees. So I Googled electric bikes and this cool company popped up called Borrow Our Bikes. I couldn't have been luckier to find this company. It was so easy and so seamless. I got on the phone, called the guy. He recommended renting the Hemiway Escape um, it ended up being the best bike ever. I definitely want to buy one now, but they are on Instagram. Their handle is at borrow bikes. And I seriously, like I said, had the easiest experience I've ever had. The guy showed up, dropped the bike off, gave me a few simple instructions When I was done with the bike and done renting it, he showed up when he said he was going to show up and pick the bike up for me. Didn't have to move the bike or do anything. All I had to do was hop on it, ride it, and have fun. And that's the kind of experience I expected. And they came through in the biggest way. And that's why I'm talking about them right now. If you want to check them out, go ahead. You can find them at borrowourbikes.com. Welcome to Highly Irritable. This is my daddy's show. Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Highly Irritable. How are we all doing? We missed you. It's been two weeks, but it's Wednesday. Dropping the new EP. I'm your host, Adam Lee.
2: And I'm Marissa Jane. There Happy go. hump day!
0: Happy hump day, and welcome back to the podcast, Marissa Jane.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: How's your week been?
2: It's been pretty good.
0: Yeah? Nothing uh, crazy with the kiddos or anything like that?
2: Oh, I can't say that. No, but the, the week's been pretty good in general.
0: Would you say that our children are becoming more creative
2: by the day?
0: Would you say they're becoming more conniving?
2: Of course, <laughs> they're two boys, ages what? Two almost and four. three, almost three. Yeah, no and one four and a half. So yeah, I would say they are conniving. And sneaky. <laughs> yeah,
0: where did that come from? Like the, if you're a parent right now and you have children that are in that cute phase, enjoy it.
2: Yeah, because once they're toddlers, yeah, it's a whole different ball game.
0: So what if? What are you sitting on right now? What are you sitting on?
2: Oh, my little makeshift chair.
0: And why aren't you sitting on the normal chair you sit in?
2: (laughs) So I am currently sitting on an ottoman. And Adam asked me, well, why don't you get the chair? And I said, I'm not keeping a chair in this room any longer because our children use it to climb up and open the deadbolt on the door (laughs) because they're not tall enough to open it without the chair. So they stand on this.
0: So, just to give you an idea, Marissa can't take a shower anymore yeah. without our children breaking out of, you know, Pan's Labyrinth.
2: Yeah, I can't so, take a shower without a chaperone in the room.
0: So, she had me install one of those hotel hooks
2: like a that Deadpool. you have
0: on a door in your hotel room so that the people don't burst into your door if you're banging your chick or throwing one off or watching a porno or just trying to sleep yeah so she had me install it
2: which you hate
0: i can't stand it because every time (laughs) the boys come up here and she comes up here and i stay downstairs they manage to lock it so i can't come in and out of my own room freely anymore
2: i laugh every time he comes upstairs and i hear the door open and bang up against it
0: (laughs) It drives me nuts.
2: I know it does because I hear irritating him uh,
0: thing in the world.
2: cursing on the other side of the door.
0: Yeah. Imagine being locked out of your room. You can't just really walk into it. Like if you have something to do or want to grab something or just walk out.
2: How do you forget that something you installed is there?
0: I don't forget it's there, but I don't understand why it has to be locked.
2: Well, for the purpose of why I spent money on it.
0: Well, for both home, what's the purpose of it?
2: Well... I get, I don't know. Like,
0: (laughs) you know, I get it when I'm not here, but, you know, needless here nor there. So apparently explaining the situation to you, Cash is now taking your chair, what you're telling me. Yes. And he is climbing up and unlocking that so that they can then get out of the door. So you have to get out of the shower to go scramble and find where they are.
2: Yeah. Picture that. I'm in the shower, and then I'm calling for them, and they're not answering. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to run out of the shower and go find them.
0: And, <laughs> like, that's not the only thing that's been irritating about these two lately either, but because I can tell you, like, recently as a father, mm-hmm. I've noticed, like, Cash taking the sort of swing, if you will, meaning, like, he is no longer believing everything Daddy says.
2: Oh, yes.
0: It's becoming a question.
2: Yeah, he's very skeptical.
0: And, like, the other day, I came in with a Kit Kat bar, and he looked at me and said, where did you get the Kit Kat bar? I said, doesn't matter. And the kid hounded me with 30 (laughs) to 40 questions, and then finally just came out and said, where are you hiding your Kit Kat bars, Daddy?
2: Yeah. He has to know.
0: He he never asked that before. No. And the little one decides to follow in his footsteps and try to be even more inquisitive mm-hmm. and more calculated, like distracting me so that the big one can run out the door and go find where I hide my Kit Kat bars.
2: Oh, 100%. One of them will stand in front of you and distract you, asking you questions, whatever. And the other one is like in the pantry climbing the shelves
0: I, I never thought that it would come to this
2: uh-huh
0: the other day i literally got out of bed because they have this new thing now too where if i'm home at night when they go to bed i typically now i used to never come in the room when they went to bed because they don't go to bed yeah they want to inqu- they want to quiz me on everything that i'm doing
2: yeah, it's a much quicker process for me to put them to bed where, by myself.
0: This is exactly how my son asked me a question when I get up out of bed. Where are you going, Daddy?
2: What are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Where, what is that for, Daddy? Mm-hmm. And it's like he won't just watch the movie. He's got to literally get out of bed completely, take the covers off, and ask me where I'm going. So I think it always
2: his favorite person <laughs> to be honest.
0: That and he is genuinely curious about what I'm doing. Yeah. He doesn't want to miss the action.
2: Well, I think because you spend all day at work. So I think like when you're home, every little thing you do amazes him. He sees me all day long. Like he sees what I do. Nothing I do is like
0: Yeah, he's bored. Yeah. He's bored of you. You're boring.
2: Nothing I do is out of the ordinary. Well, you're boring. Shut up. (laughs) How many times are you going to say that? There's nothing interesting about you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Especially to a (laughs) four-year-old.
2: I know. But do you have to tell everybody listening? Mm. Like, do the people in uh, where Tokyo Mm. need to know that I'm boring?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) I, you know, I just... These kids are becoming a lot lately. Like, I have, I mean, so now that you've taken the chair out, now they're using books to stand, stack books now to in order to break out of the room.
2: Yes, of course. They're on to bigger and better things. So they take the books off of the bookshelf and stack them up against the door. And one holds the stack while the other one balances on it. Yeah. And unlocks it.
0: Oh, let me get back to what I was telling you. You always take me off track. Sorry. So I didn't come in the room for a very long time. So recently over the past, I'd say month. I Would you say month I've been coming in and spending time with them when they go to sleep because I've been gone a lot more?
2: Yeah, I would say it about a month.
0: Well, they have this new thing and it's like a Zoomy. It's like a dog Zoomy, but a toddler Zoomy.
2: Not as cute as a dog zoomie. Not at
0: all because it's like, it's treacherous. Number one, if you have a drink, move it to a safe location. <laughs> it's probably better if you take it out of the room completely yeah. and just completely never drink anything around your kids again because, num- number one, they're going to spill something, maybe three or four things throughout the day. But let me get back on track. Every night at 7.15 p.m., Actually, no, it's 7.45 p.m. Bedtime, 7.30.
2: Yeah.
0: 7.45 p.m. WrestleMania 40 happens. (laughs) And they want to throw pillows. Yeah. They want to elbow drop the nuts. They want to punch me in the face. I try to ignore them. Yeah. And they get even worse. They start to sit on my head and bounce. (laughs) (laughs) So the other night... I said, I've had enough of this. And I really wasn't in the mood to sit there and play with them. Most of the time, I'll wrestle with them and make them, end up making one of them cry. Because they don't like when you sit on them.
2: They like to dish it out, but they can't take They're it. They're
0: definite sissies. And they know that daddy's way stronger than them. Yeah. But I went and sat with my back against the closet room door.
2: Oh, yes. I remember this.
0: So they sat there and banged on the door.
2: Until I told them to stop. Until you
0: told them to stop. I actually waited it out. Mm -hmm. But they were resilient. They they literally went after it for a good 20, 30 minutes before they finally crashed out. Yeah. But the whole time, Cash sat next to the door and said, why is daddy in the closet? For 50 questions. Same exact question. Why is daddy in the closet? And I could hear him.
2: You know, I thought you left the room. No, yeah, so that's right. Quiet. You did. In you there. did. Because he said, daddy's in the closet. And I said, no, he's not.
0: Yeah, I was in the closet just <laughs> reading something online. Yeah. Informational stuff. Didn't I don't even remember what I was reading, to be honest. I was just enjoying the fact that I wasn't getting punched in the face or having a pillow thrown halfway across the room only to knock over my coffee right. all over the floor. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, times have changed. The children are no longer listening. They no longer trust anything that you say. To them, you know, they're like, uh, they're like Sherlock and Watson. (laughs) And they question everything we do now as parents. Right. Everything. They don't listen for shit.
2: Yeah, they're very uh, inquisitive.
0: They are on their own, they are in their own world. Mm -hmm. And we just happen to be kind of like guiding them through it. Right. Today, he asked me about the shower head because I decided to get a new shower head, which by the way, we went and got the TikTok shower head, which is the Zen body chakra shower head. And we stand by it.
2: Yes, we do.
0: It is definitely legit.
2: And it's pretty. Let me tell you, I've never seen a more beautiful shower head.
0: Well, I I could care less about the shower head. I just got tired of taking a shower in a bathroom sink, you know?
2: Right. Stop.
0: (laughs) It's like the water pressure at our house for our shower is equivalent to a recreational park hand-washing sink.
2: Oh, my God. And the same
0: thing when you get out of the shower because the goddamn room is fucking 40 below. It's like drying off with an air dryer the minute you get out you can't get the towel on fast enough (laughs) but yeah since we got the shower head things have changed for me really i'm a new man
2: really and i took
0: a shower today for the very first time and actually saw dirt come off my body And poo come out of my crack. Stop. My nuts were clean. My dick was clean. The hair on my head was clean. My armpits were clean. The deodorant actually came out of my armpits. It was wonderful. It's as if I never knew what a shower felt like for real.
2: (laughs) Guys, I'm dying over here.
0: (laughs) Because of this new shower head we got. Totally legit. I went and purposely turned the water pressure up in the house.
2: Yes, he to did. To get
0: the real feel of what this showerhead is all about. And let me tell you something. It's legit. It is legit. So, Zen Body, you fucking did it. You nailed it. You saved my life. I'm actually clean.
2: <laughs> well, that's an infomercial if I've ever heard one.
0: <laughs> it wasn't a plug either because we're not sponsored no, by Zen Body.
2: We're really not. Um, I found it on TikTok and... I sent it to him and we actually bought it.
0: We did. And we're going to get one for my mom for Christmas. Yeah. Because it's real.
2: They have two options. They have the regular one. And then I did some digging and I found the chakra one that they have, which is the new one. And it's so pretty. It's If you're into like,
0: like gemstone healing and natural type things like me and Marissa are like, yeah, we're, like we're into like, chakras. we're into using like. Real like holistic medicine type stuff before we would do anything um chemical based and yeah. it has it has the stones in it where the water passes through it softens the water so you get a lot more use out of your soap, mm-hmm. which was awesome today i I literally used like a penny of soap today, and I was so clean it was fucking ridiculous I'm not kidding like my skin was soft i mean it was it was so nice but They have the stones in there, and they're supposed to calm you and do the certain things for you. You would know more about that than I do, but I didn't really care about the chakra shit. I cared more about having—I like take a shower as if you're in—like if a fireman showed up here with hot water and his fire hose and blasted me the fuck off in the shower, that would be wonderful for me.
2: Yes, my that's skin, the water pressure we need.
0: Yeah, if my skin's ripping off my body in the shower, that's perfectly fine with me.
2: That's so funny. But um, the chakra one though has uh, three different stones. It it's was, like uh, amethyst, and amethyst and jade and one other one. Lavender? No, lavender is not a stone, babe. Come on. Um, it starts with an L. <laughs> I don't Not know the name of it either. Lavender. Um, but yes.
0: I don't know why we're even doing this. We shouldn't be plugging these son of a bitches. They should have sent it to us for free.
2: We're doing it because we love you guys and we honestly love our new shower head and, and we just want to share it because if it helps somebody else then that's awesome. Yeah. And, and maybe, you know, they'll hear us and they'll sponsor us.
0: <laughs> so the crystals that it has in it are called rose quartz, amethyst, Yes. And lapis lazuli. Yes. And they do certain things for you.
2: Awesome. Yeah. I love it.
0: But anyways. So anyways, Cash came in and started questioning me. And I told Marissa the night before, I know he's going to come in here and say, Daddy, what'd you do? And start asking me 50,000 questions. And that's the first thing he did this morning when he walked up.
2: Why are there rocks in the shower head?
0: No, that's not what he did.
2: Oh, I heard him.
0: No, 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 no. you didn't hear all of it
2: no i didn't i did hear that this
0: little four-year-old wanted to know where the old shower head was at
2: oh which i found by the way
0: yeah i put it in the closet on purpose Mm -hmm. because i knew that he would probably try to use it as a weapon against nolan
2: that's true do you know where i put it Mm -mm. in the trash where it was supposed to go did you really yeah because we're never going to use it again. That thing was disgusting.
0: It was. It was. There was, um, there was so much buildup yeah, on it. the
2: the buildup all over it. it. was gross. If I was going to say, if we didn't end up liking this one, we would just buy another one off Amazon, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I threw it where it was supposed to go. Not on the closet floor by my shoes.
0: Yeah. So, needless to say, like, beyond the Zen Body Chakra shower head uh-huh. and water pressure being wonderful and what a great day I had taking a shower today. Right. Our kids are irritating. Of course. Very, very irritating right now. And we love them.
2: Of course I we mean, do. I mean,
0: we don't get as many breaks away from them as I would like, but...
2: But that's the point of this show. <coughs> all things irritating. And when we say all things, we mean all things.
0: This is more like... It, the show stood, The show should have started off like public service announcement. This is a warning. <laughs> like, if you're... What's that thing they say in front of videos, like if it flashes?
2: Like a content warning?
0: (laughs) Yeah, we need a content warning for this show so we don't scare new parents.
2: Oh. Because
0: they're going to be like, oh my God, dude, my four-year-old and two-year-old are going to end up killing me.
2: You know, I kind of feel bad when I talk to younger people or Mm -hmm. like expectant mothers. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like other moms are like, oh, you're going to love it. I am, like, not like that. I'm more blunt. And I'm like, oh, welcome to the shit show. Yeah. <laughs> You're in for it now.
0: Don't get me wrong. Like, they are the th- they have their moments where they're, like, so funny and it's so raw. Because, you know, children don't have a filter.
2: No. they These two are hilarious.
0: And these two are so funny. But when their funniness becomes deviant and calculated... Towards how they can get to me and you, that's when it becomes irritating, and cash is becoming really good at it.
2: Yeah, it's and
0: he's starting to become a little plotter with the little one because he's getting the little one to do the shit that he can't do. So he gets Nolan to do the dirty work. That's how devious this little shit is. He gets Nolan to do the dirty work and then says, Daddy, it wasn't me, it was Nolan. Right. But then eventually, once I'm questioning him, did you tell Nolan to do it? It comes out. Mm -hmm. Like, did you tell Nolan to go take a shit in the middle of the living room floor? (laughs) Yes, daddy, I did.
2: But why?
0: And did you go upstairs and poop in our room on the floor for no freaking reason because you thought it would be funny? Where do they come up with these ideas?
2: Yeah. Why is poop so funny? People. uh,
0: (laughs) I'm just curious if there's any mother and father out there dealing with the same problem with two male toddlers. I'm being gender specific here. Two male toddlers. You've got to write the show. You've got to go on highlyirritable.org and send us an email so we can read your emails as far as who deals with the same stuff.
2: You don't think female toddlers shit on the floor?
0: I don't think they're that deviant. From what I've heard and from what parents are telling me now, they didn't tell me this before. Because everybody always says, oh, boys are easier than girls. Yeah. Okay, well, they don't tell you that boys are easier later in life. And females are easier earlier in life. Right. But get worse later in life. You know, they have their rebellious stage. Yeah. The boys, though, are easier later in life because I guess they kind of just do their own thing.
2: See, I feel like every child is different. So we'll never know unless we had a girl to compare them to.
0: Yeah, well, that's probably not going to happen after the shit we're going through right now.
2: (laughs) Who's to say if we had a girl, she wouldn't be right along with them shitting in the middle of the floor
0: see at this point because there's two boys i've seen this before too i've seen (laughs) it in movies where the girl grows up with boys Mm -hmm. and she becomes a tomboy you know and then eventually becomes like this hot chick and ends up dating like you know the famous guy oh yeah you yeah. know, and the two brothers end up being losers and stay home with mom and dad, and she becomes great, becomes a writer for a magazine, whatever. You can make a movie out of this shit. Right. But if we had a daughter right now, uh-huh. 100% that little girl would be a tomboy. I don't know. Not saying that that's a bad thing. I could care less, but right. she would be one of them. She would run with the pack, and she would be just as deviant at the, as these two little guys.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You have to understand, like, I know you don't, like, kind of pay attention when they're doing their little plotting stuff. You try to, like, just go about your day. But Mm -hmm. I pay attention to it when I'm home. Yeah. And I see what they're doing, even with the dogs. They, like, set the dogs up (laughs) so that they can plot some master things so they can catch at least one of them. Uh Uh-huh. And then play with them and piss their grandma off. Yeah. Or how like they'll distract grandma or dad doing something over here. So Nolan can run around and grab her drink and go into the bedroom and start drinking her drink. Right. I'm just telling you guys, this is what our life is right now. So that's what I wanted to bring up about what's irritating right now is that our children are stacking books and breaking out of the the room. Stealing chocolate from my sister's room. Uh Uh-huh. I know this is crazy that this many people... The house is a big house, but we all live together. And that's going to change pretty soon. But it's just like whatever they can find to stir things up, they're doing it.
2: Yeah, they like to keep us on our toes.
0: It's almost like they've taken a page out of PJ mask and they're following the little nerdy kid with the glasses, Romeo, Romeo. Yeah. Like in the morning they wake up, cash gets his little notebook out, puts an X in the middle of the notebook and describes to Nolan what they're going to do to get in trouble for the day. Right. So the notebook looks as follows. Okay. Okay. 7:30 a.m. <laughs> Wake up. Go down and piss daddy off before he has his coffee. 7:45 a.m. Talk until one of them explodes. Talk until one of them explodes. Nolan, are you getting this? 8:15 a.m. Talk until one of them explodes. 8:16 a.m. Beg mommy for breakfast and then don't fucking eat it 8:21 <laughs> a.m. tell mommy i want a kit kat bar and if she says no go ask daddy and if he says no find the hiding spot and talk until they get pissed off 8:17 a.m.
2: <laughs> yeah this is accurate
0: every minute every second of the day there is a plan yep go outside with no shoes on,
2: throw shit into the neighbor's yard,
0: throw my underwear <laughs> across Steve's fence. Don't tell mom and dad, just make them look like the worst, most white trash parents I've ever seen. And hopefully, this pair of underwear has a skid mark on it, so it's even worse. That definitely has to be done at 8 17, Nolan. And Nolan, at 8 30, I want you to take your diaper off in the middle of the coldest part of the morning. Run around butt naked. Make sure your diaper is over the fence. We need shit and piss in it. And if you get a chance, rub your ass on the grass for me. So that the neighbors see it and think that mommy and daddy are a couple of white trash losers. Stoner losers that do drugs and let their kids do whatever they want. And don't pay for them to eat. And then at about 9.20, both of us are going to go outside. When everybody's out and about and start screaming, we're hungry. And I'm going to bark and say, oh, 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 for two and a half hours until one of them explodes. Nolan, are you with me? We're still at 9.20. We haven't even hit <laughs> fuck in the afternoon yet. And you have not had your nap yet, which is even better.
2: I have been silent laughing the whole damn time trying to let you do it. She has. I am dying because it's so accurate. And I promise, I mean, at least in my head, I think we're good parents. But from the outside looking in.
0: <laughs> we're PJ Masks. No. We're chasing I, down the little evil Ralph guy.
2: No. I would be watching from my window or over the fence and say, what the f- Fuck are those people doing?
0: Yeah, it's worse than the burbs.
2: I mean, they might as well be living in a trailer or something. Fucking
0: Dude. I I can only imagine Just what someone trash. imagine what someone walking by is thinking. Yeah. If they hear what's going on in this fucking ridiculous house. Yeah. They all know the kids' names because they're screamed 15,000 <laughs> times a day.
2: Yeah, I try not to open the windows. But it's because they don't listen.
0: They it's don't. crazy. They literally don't care anymore. The testing of a parent's will Yes. is their job. Yes. And they don't care who you are. So the other day I had a conversation. This is the last story before we go to break. Uh-huh. The other day I had a conversation with Cash. You remember this. <coughs> because Cash is having a hard time separating between the fact that we are the people that tell him what he can and can't do. Uh Uh-huh. So I told him, I said, straight up, nobody else gives you permission to do anything unless mommy and daddy are not around. If we are around, we are the only two that are giving you permission to do anything. Yes. Because of how deviant he is. Right. Because we will say no to candy. Mm -hmm. And sugar and shit. And he'll somehow swindle someone else into letting him have it. Whether it's Uncle Luis or Uncle Vito or Grandma or Auntie or somebody that he sees during the day. Right. To give him what he wants. He's like, he is so manipulative. It's unbelievable.
2: Uh, When we were in Julian... The other day, we were passing by the shops and we met one of the shop owners
0: and he was asking
2: her to get him stuff.
0: He did. He told the lady, can you get me that little thing over there for free?
2: For free.
0: Dude, where did you even learn for free? Like, I pay for everything. Like, you made... So not only do you make us look like hillbilly fucking losers, you make me look like a total deadbeat dad in front of this lady. Like, oh, you poor kid. Your dad can't afford the little souvenir you wanted.
2: Right. You poor little
0: shit. As we're walking around with a fucking duffel bag full of toys in Julian. Yeah. Fucking pies and toys looking like douches. (laughs) Who the hell buys toys in Julian? I'm that dad. I'm that idiot. Yeah. But either way, I had the conversation with him. So, lo and behold, later that day, he has a run-in with Grandma. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Grandma tells him, don't do this. I look at him and say, listen to your Grandma. He looks at me and says, Grandma doesn't tell me what to do. You and Mommy do.
2: Well, that backfired. Boom!
0: I mean, talk about mind-blown.
2: You know, what do you do? The amount of things that I swear they don't hear us say. And then the one thing that they listen to
0: <laughs> and use against us. And use that's how smart us. this kid is. Right. That's how smart the two of them are. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we haven't even gotten to the things that Nolan does. His little like, you know, Nolan's map is different than Cash's map. Right. He runs into Cash's map throughout the day. But Nolan's map is goes this like so. 6.30, wake up and come downstairs.
2: Without parents.
0: Without parents. Make sure the dogs bark uncontrollably and stale on the stairs until somebody loses their shit. 6.16, go to the fridge before dad's had his coffee and scream, Chalky Mill. Chalky Mill. Chalky Mill. Chalky Mill. Mil. I want Chalky Mill, daddy. I want Chalky Mill, Daddy, until Dad explodes. 6.35 a.m., follow Grandma outside while she smokes a cigarette and talk to her until she loses her shit, too. Grandma, I want Chalky Mill. I want Chalky Mill. And then maybe I'll fall asleep again under the covers. And then the rest of the day is kind of like, hmm, we'll find out. Right. But Nolan's day is really planned around the refrigerator.
2: <laughs> and Cash is around the pantry. I would put it that yeah. way. Yeah,
0: Cash is the pantry and Nolan's the fridge. Yeah.
2: Nolan. I want chalky meal. Yeah.
0: I want cheese. Yeah. Do you want lunch, Nolan? No. No. Chalky meal. Yeah. It's the kid has lunch. a mind of his own.
2: Right. Cash wants... uh. Chips.
0: Yeah. It's ridiculous.
2: Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's about it.
0: (laughs) Well, now that you've heard us completely complain about our two wonderful children. You're right. And now we sound like even worse parents. I don't know. Is that bad? Like, I feel like a total deadbeat dad right now. I hate complaining about my kids because we're so lucky that we even have them.
2: We're not complaining. This is not complaining. This is, once again, let's not forget the point of the show is... Bringing comedy to all things irritating. Mm. Anybody who does not have children or sadly cannot have children would say, you know, we should not complain about something we're so grateful to have. But
1: you should be lucky,
2: yes. But we're not complaining because we love our children to death, we wouldn't trade them for the goddamn world.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I couldn't spend a second without my children, I love them so much. But they are funny but, little shits, and they are definitely smart little shits.
2: For the humor of the show and all of the other parents listening who will be able to relate to at least some part of this, it's fucking funny.
0: Yeah, it is pretty funny.
2: Like, at the end of the day, I look back, and I laugh. Yeah. At all of the things that were said during the day. That's
0: usually how our night concludes, though.
2: Is us sitting in bed laughing. Laughing about what
0: they've done to you or what Cash said to me.
2: Right, because they're so funny and also the sweet moments. Let's not forget the moments where they sit there and, you know, Nolan looks at Cash and says, I love you, Cashy. Yeah, that's the
0: fucking greatest thing in the world.
2: (laughs) Today, uh, before we go to break, Nolan, uh, Cash went upstairs with you and Nolan was searching around the downstairs and said, Mommy, where's my Cashy? (laughs) And I said, he's upstairs. And he went upstairs to go get him. I said, oh, my God. It's those moments. Yeah.
0: They just rip into your heart, right?
2: They really do.
0: Or when they hug and love each other. Yeah. Out of any like, or like you see them do like a little baby karate kick <laughs> <laughs> to the other one. Right. Uh, it's, it's hilarious.
2: It's so cute. But, Very funny.
0: Hey, listen, guys, we got a jam-packed show for the second half. Uh, I would just tune in. Cause it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got some things to go over and
2: current events.
0: Yeah. I would say current events. Right. But there's other stuff tied into it. We got a little bit of surprise type show. So tune in. We're going to take a small break and we'll be right back. I love y'all. Are you tired of spending big money on sunglasses? Well, I was, and I found this company on Instagram and they're called Yeats and they're Great. Not only are they fashionable, but they're affordable, and that's even better. And they've got a little bit of a cool backstory too. They're they're from Florida. The owners are Brianna Austin and Javier Chavez, and they start. You know, they worked at a jet ski rental business in Tampa, Florida, and they decided to turn a dream into a reality, and that's what is happening with Yeats. Yeetsofficial.com is where you can order your sunglasses, and let me tell you, they are affordable. They're anywhere between 35 and 40 bucks. My favorite pairs are the Humo, the Old Yellers, and the Faded. That's just my style, you know. Your style might be different, but Yeats definitely has it. So go to yeetsofficial.com or check them out on Instagram where I found them. Their handle is at yeatsofficial. And check this out. Yeats is an exclamation of happiness, excitement, or all-around good energy. Doesn't everybody need that? Check them out. Yeetsofficial.com Hey, guys, is Adam and Marissa here. Just coming to you to talk about a way you could probably help the show out with just seriously clicking a link. Right, How babe?
2: easy is that?
0: I know. It's called affiliates. And basically, we have a bunch of companies that are affiliates with the show. And all you got to do is click the link and some of these affiliates are pretty cool, like Nurx. Nurx is the leading online provider for personal healthcare needs. Get birth control, prescription acne treatment, at-home STI testing, and more delivered to your door. It's affordable with or without insurance and meds ship with fast, free delivery. And the reason why Marissa likes Nurx and made me get with them is because they deal with migraine medication.
2: Yeah, you already know that I suffer from migraines and they're so helpful.
0: Yeah, so check out NERCs. They're super rad. We also want to talk about Bill Shark. Bill Shark is a bill reduction platform. They're the negotiators, they're the lawyers, they're the tough people that go in and negotiate your bills for you. And they work on behalf of customers to save them time and money. And Bill Shark is so cool because they're backed by Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban, well, we all know who he is, right?
2: Of course we do. Who doesn't need a bill shark?
0: Right? Get someone to cut your bills with their shiny, sharp teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Let's also talk about Purple Garden. Ooh, Purple Garden. I know the name does not even do it justice, but Purple Garden is a new psychic reading app and it's focused exclusively on live psychic readings. I mean, how cool is that?
2: that sounds fun
0: literally all you got to do is click a link um i also want to talk about vivid seats vivid seats everybody knows who this is we use vivid seats you can go check out any live event, sports concerts whatever theater events they have tickets and the tickets are are at the best prices
2: which makes it super easy and affordable
0: absolutely and because you guys are the greatest fans of all time and marissa and i absolutely love you guys We know that you're going to support the show no matter what. So do us a favor. It's called Affiliate Marketing once again. And you can find all these wonderful companies and their links in the show notes. Or the easier way to do it is just go to highlyirritable.org. Because that also has some content on it. You can check that out.
2: Yeah, we greatly appreciate you guys. And don't forget, click that link.
0: Love y'all. Welcome back from commercial break. The first part of the show is pretty funny.
2: (laughs) If you find humor in all things irritating about children.
0: Yeah. Toddlers specifically. Yeah. Do you remember when we moved into the Sanjay house and you were like, what kind of a creep puts a door lock on backwards, like facing outwards?
2: I was so confused about that. On a
0: kid's room.
2: Yes. So the doorknob was on backwards. So the part that locked was not on the inside of the room. It was on the outside yeah. to lock somebody in. And I thought, oh,
0: we both that's thought, kind like, of freaky. These people are a little disturbing. They used to live here.
2: Well, now looking Well, until we found out. Yeah. It was their child's room. Yeah. And it was, you know, a safety precaution for at well, night.
0: No, it was a sleep training mechanism.:
2: Yeah, but you know what I mean. So yeah. the middle of the night, you know, their child could not
0: unlock lock the door. Out of the room. Yes. Our children are too smart because they've actually figured out how to use a butter knife to unlock the door. So like when I'm taking a dump and they decide to bother me in the morning,
2: Not even a butter knife, toys. They use anything
0: Anything they can, they've figured out how to unlock the door.: Yes. Like, pick the lock. To come in and say, oh, are you shitting, Dad? Yeah. Yeah. You got me. I'm pooping, dude. The freaking <laughs> poop police is going to come by in 10 minutes.
2: Right. It's funny. Um, I use my nails to unlock it sometimes. You know how Nolan will lock us out because yeah. he thinks he's so sneaky. And I stick my nail in there and turn it to open it and cash says mommy I need your key nails
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the little man. He's so funny they just are smart
2: they really are
0: so hey guys uh real quick before we get into the second half of the show I want to touch base on um what is on our website at the moment um I know you've heard a lot about about um blah, blah. I know you've heard a lot of blah, 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 blah. that's what the show should be but I know you've heard a lot about our affiliate marketing, um, but one of them ties into anxiety, and I want to talk about it real quick. There's a water that I drink called Bai Drinking Water. It's B-A-I, and I know you've seen it at the store. They have like coconut water and papaya water and a lot of good antioxidant waters. This one is just a straight drinking water, but it has a um, chemical in it called selenium, and selenium is helps a lot with anxiety. It helps boost your serotonin levels so that anxiety is less likely to happen. And I noticed a huge difference when I started drinking this water. Marissa can tell you, um, I read a lot of holistic things on how to help with anxiety and anxiety attacks. And this water did tremendous things for me along with Brazilian nuts too. Brazilian nuts are packed with selenium. Um, It is a natural anxiety reliever, so to say. Um, But anyways, I put the link up on our website. All you got to do is click on the water bottle on highlyirritable.org. It'll take you right to the Amazon site to order the water if you want to give it a shot. If you're having anxiety, it's something good to use. So, I mean, you've seen a change, right?
2: Yeah, I think it helps. And like you had said before, we're all about um, using holistic things instead of, you know, medications. And
0: we try to stay as natural as we possibly can without sticking chemicals in our body. Because I think I've done that. Yeah. Enough of that for the both of us.
2: Right. (laughs) Exactly. So anything more on the natural side.
0: Yeah, that's a whole nother show we're going to get into about my drug abuse.
2: Oh, that's gonna be a good one.
0: One one of these days, I'll tell you guys about some good old drug abuse stories.
2: Right? Yeah, those are fun. Wild ride.
0: Another one of those funny things to talk about now, but it wasn't then. Right. Yeah. But
2: uh, the other night, we actually got a couple hours to ourselves, right? Yeah. And you asked what we wanted to do, and I said we should watch a movie.
0: Like the good old days.
2: (laughs) Before kids.
0: Before kids, that's what we did. We watched movies and. We ate guacamole.
2: Yeah, and we just hung out.
0: With our dogs and fell asleep mid-movie.
2: Yeah, and you said you are more into documentaries right now. So I was...
0: Mind you, real quick, Uh sorry to cut you off, but just so you know, with Marissa, watching movies is terrible.
2: Okay, And the reason
0: being is because I've seen every movie known to man, and I can basically quote every movie because I have photographic memory. So, like, I'll say, have you seen this movie? And she'll be like, no, I haven't seen that movie. I'll say, oh, this is a freaking classic. You got to watch it. I'll turn it on and 20 minutes into the movie, Marissa says, oh, I've already seen it. And boom, passes out. Right. So depressing for a, for me as a man.
2: Or, Or you'll turn a movie on and I'll say, oh, I haven't seen this. And you'll say, yes, you have. And I'll mm-hmm. say, no, I haven't. And we'll get halfway through and I'll say, oh, I've seen this. You say, I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> needless say to that say, happens more.
0: <laughs> she finally picked out two movies that we have not seen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the first one is the one that we want to talk about.
2: Yeah. So they were both Netflix documentaries that I found on Google that were highly recommended. The first one was Tell Me Who I Am. And it was released in 2019. And I thought it was a good one. It got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Yeah. And if you guys want to find it, we watched it on Netflix. Yeah. So if you have Netflix, you can actually look it up and, and watch it. It's it's definitely worth the watch, but it's not for the weak stomach.
2: No, it's a little twisted. V-
0: little? <laughs> Dude, this is like, oh, for sure trigger warning.
2: Oh, twir- yeah, mm-hmm. trigger like, warning for sure.
0: Definitely a trigger warning on this one. If if and I'm not kidding, like this thing really twists you up. Like if you have any type of abuse stuff that have happened to you, um, I'm warning you right now. This 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 will bring some stuff up.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but no, like we put it on, and I didn't think anything of it. I mean, it, the.
2: Okay, so in my defense. When I was Googling, the way it had described the movie was that um, there is a set of twin brothers, and their names are Alex and Marcus, and one of them gets into a motorcycle accident when they're 18 and goes into a coma for three months. And when he comes out of the coma, he does not remember anything. Except for his twin brother. Doesn't remember any of his family members. Can't remember how to tie a shoe, ride a bike, where he lives. Nothing. Nothing. So he has to relearn everything.
0: And he had to rely on his twin brother to tell him and fill him in on his life story.
2: His whole life.
0: But the description says that the family's hiding a dark secret.
2: And that's all it tells you.
0: And the dark secret doesn't you know, in your mind, you're kind of like, okay, I mean, it could be a number of things. I mean, you speculate the living crap out of it.
2: Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be some kind of scary plot twist, (laughs) like a murder mystery. Yeah, dark twisted thing. I didn't think it was going to go more so into like sexual abuse.
0: Well, I thought like at first my speculation when you said that was like, oh, well, somebody from the family purposely hit him. Yeah. You know, tried to kill him. Right. And he knew about it.
2: That's what I'm saying. You like, know,
0: but they murder. don't like, let me tell you something. Like when I say trigger warning, they like released the secret immediately. Like it's immediately, boom, you find out what happened. And it's so disturbing and so unreal. I, I, I can't explain it to you. I won't explain it to you on air no. what happened because I simply can't repeat it because right. it makes me sick
2: yeah and we don't want to spoil it so if you have a trigger warning well I don't care like, about you know, that for sexual abuse do not watch it but if you know you're spoiler not alert. weak in the stomach and you can stand to watch stuff like that it is a very good
0: movie yeah well spoiler alert I'm going to tell you because I don't care you still got to watch it
2: Oh, but what ends up
0: happening is I don't care, dude. It's a spoiler alert we're talking about a movie that we watched from 2019. You have (laughs) the opportunity to watch it.
2: Well, here's your chance to fast forward. If you don't want to know
0: plot twist back of the book, this is the type of person I am. I read the back of the book and make up my own assumption. But back of the book, basically what happens is the one brother decides to hide that the mother had sexually abused both of them from the one who had the, I think it's amnesia when you forget everything, right? Yes. Yeah.
2: From the coma. He was from out. the
0: coma and lost all of these memories. Well, he didn't tell the brother. The mother was still alive. The brother ends up having a relationship with the mother, not knowing that she sexually abused him and his brother. And it mutually benefits both of them in, in a certain sort of way. I mean, other than the fact that I don't, I think that the brother would have, you know, never probably talked to the mom again, knowing what she had done to them. But the argument that came up between me and Marissa is somehow the brother finds a picture in the attic while going through things and it triggers him to have a memory The memory is that he realizes he doesn't know what the mother did to him, but he knows that he was sexually abused and he asked the brother after living this fake life for so long, did we get sexually abused? And the brother finally let him have it and said, yes, we were, but he wouldn't give him the details. And the brother gets pissed at him and ends up not talking to him for 30 years. Is it, was it 30 years? They said he said 30 years.
2: I think it was about 30 years. So the car or not the car the motorcycle accident happened when he was 18. Um, He found out that they were sexually abused, I believe, when he was 32. Mm -hmm. And then I believe they stopped talking
0: until they were about 50 in their 60s. 60s. That would be about 30 years. So 30 years. years, Yeah. And they're. Mind you, they're identical twins. So, and people say that identical twins can kind of feel each other's emotions. They can feel each other's pain. I don't know how true that is. But the question is, would you be irritated if your sibling did that? I mean, me personally, like I told Marissa, I wouldn't be irritated because you were trying to protect me in not having to, to live with this memory, I would feel more bad that I got to get rid of these memories, and you didn't. I'd be right. broken hearted about that. Like you still have to remember, and you still have to have the visualization of what your mother did to you. And when I say, I'm not going to tell you what she did to them because that's the part you need to watch yourself. Because it's it's you almost can't make it through it for real. Like I thought about fast forwarding it. Um, cause it's, it's, it,
2: the it's extent it goes to
0: beyond disturbing.
2: Yeah. Very interesting.
0: But would you be mad at your twin or your sibling if they hid something like that from you?
2: No, I don't think I would. And he felt betrayed
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, um, lied betrayed to. and lied to. Yeah. Because... In his mind, it's his twin. They know everything about each other, and he almost felt like he didn't know a huge part of his life. Right. In my mind, if you can avoid knowing that sort of huge trauma, i I wouldn't want to know. No, I would want to go on with my whole life. You know, be, and think about it, because your twin is living his life. With those memories. Mm-hmm. And he had said how it was a coping mechanism for him because hiding it from his brother... Made
0: it go away for him. Exactly. But... So, like, I'm on the same page as you, but my whole thing is, you know, what really pissed me off is the guy was that selfish to, like, pull all communication from his brother. Like, dude.
2: Yes, and then after 30 years the first time that they start talking again, he makes him relive the entire thing.
0: And I don't care who you are. You know, I know a lot of people do these motivational, you know, things where they say, you know, the past is what made me. You know, I remember my past because it's what made me I am today. But if you had a choice, and if you were a victim of trauma like that, and you had a choice to forget all of it, wouldn't you want that brain wipe to start fresh and clean and not have fear, you know, a fear of anything because you were wiped clean of all the hurt and the pain that you went through?
2: I mean, this this just goes above and beyond.
0: But I'm I'm just saying like so in yes. general. Think about it. I mean, just take it past lovers, people that have broken your heart or um um, a death in the family or things like that. I mean, would you want to remember that they tragically died, or would you want to just keep remembering that they were happy and alive?
2: No, of course not. In in the aspect of like death, no, of course not. I wouldn't want to. But or like a
0: a rape victim, a girl's been raped by some random guy,
2: and that's what I'm talking about, like yeah. that kind of stuff. No, that that um. Things to that extent, I would not want to remember. But when you talk about like heartbreak and um, things on like the like a lighter note that maybe more people deal with,
0: yeah,
2: um, I would say keep that because it kind of like helps build personality. And
0: to I, I, me, I guess I'm I'm taking it to a direction that isn't the same, right? I meant to say the other one, but. I get what you're saying because right, those are like life ex- lessons.
2: Yeah. You need some experiences to help build character and a funny personality.
0: <laughs> it also, you know, that kind of stuff, heartbreak and stuff gears you towards the person that you end up finally being a partner with right. for the rest of your life.
2: Have you ever heard of that? That saying it says um, you need just enough childhood trauma to make you funny.
0: <laughs> just <Yeah>. enough
2: <laughs> right because if you don't have an, enough childhood trauma you're not funny
0: yeah but like i could tell you right now that um there's things in my life that if it was wiped clean i wouldn't be mad if i didn't know
2: no of course right But this
0: particular guy spent 30 years trying to find out what happened to him specifically what happened to him like he wanted to know
2: wanted to know like that makes me think
0: that you're sick in the head and subconsciously even though you you don't remember Mm -hmm. i feel like subconsciously that there's some twisted shit going on in that guy's brain right and if i were him i wouldn't have kids like
2: i think curiosity killed the cat and i feel like in the back of his head knowing that something happened to him it is killing him not knowing what it was.
0: I just I just and don't know just, like why you'd want to search for that.
2: He just needed to know what it was. More so not cuz he wanted to know like what specifically happened to him, but just cuz you know th- when all your friends have a secret and they're keeping it from you, you're doing everything you can to find out that secret just because they don't want you to know. Not because you care what it is. I don't know. Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Not I do, but I'm you not want that to know what it is. But just because it's being kept from you,
0: I'm not in that into. Please tell me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I'm, I could happily walk away.
2: Well, you're a rare breed.
0: Stop listening to the 20 seconds you just wasted of my life. Right? Uh-huh. Like I don't need you to tell me. Yeah. Like I love it when people say no, it's a secret, and they're fishing for me to be like, "What? Come on, man, tell me." And I'm like, "Okay, perfect, see ya." They're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. You fucking don't want to know? No, I don't. I don't care.
2: Yeah. And after his brother had told him, he said, um, I knew <laughs> it was something.
0: He said, I knew it was bad, that. but I didn't know it was this.
2: The extent of that. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know, you should have stopped digging. Well, and so you much. could see
0: the look in his face when he got into the details.
2: Like I, maybe I shouldn't like have pushed so where hard. where he
0: was about to hit the stop button. Yeah. Because it was brutal. And that mom, she got away with it. Mm-hmm. She ended up dying, living her full life, never faced any consequences, nor did the people involved.
2: Right. You guys have to watch it and get all the details. And um, it's just, it was very interesting. It was good. It was it, good hearing them tell yeah, their story.
0: For sure. But... Anyways, the documentary is called Tell Me Who I Am on Netflix. Like Marissa said, though, it got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a 69% on Metrocritic, which is crazy. And it got seven out of six, 7.6 stars out of 10 on IMDb. So it's a really good movie, really good documentary, really screwed up and just shows you the sickos that live in this world.
2: And it's um, only an hour and a half, so it's not that long.
0: Yeah, you could get a second movie in. Yeah, for sure, which we did. If you're a recovering addict, don't watch a movie about psychedelics in the middle of an anxiety attack, because that's what I did.
2: Yeah, maybe the second one wasn't as good as the first.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just, you know, when you're sitting there listening to Princess Leia talk about acid trips, And that her house is an acid trip house. And then you start looking at it and realizing that you're starting to feel like you're in a scene of fear and loathing in Las Vegas. It wasn't good for me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so we don't recommend that one.
0: (laughs) Well, they also say, too, that psychedelic trips that you have in your mind, they never go away. Really? They're plastered. They're painted in your brain.
2: I've never heard that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like one of those things that you just don't forget. I mean... You might not remember the exact things that happened to you. Right. But there are moments that you will remember that never go away or the feeling that happened. Mm-hmm. Like I still have moments where like I can smell cocaine out of nowhere.
2: Oh, that's fun. It's like, bink,
0: just comes up and I can like smell the chemical of cocaine.
2: Oh, see me, Um, I can smell a crayon box. <laughs> so that's fun. You <laughs> It's uh, like, did you similar, really just compare different?
0: crayons to cocaine?
2: Well, you know, we're just talking what? about, you know, smelling things that aren't there.
0: Are you, you telling me that I can sniff crayons and get the same effect as if I sniffed cocaine?
2: No, but you're saying you can think of something in your mind and smell it. You smell yeah. cocaine when it's not there. I can smell crayons. Oh, when
0: you they're know not what? There. That's true.
2: And I feel like maybe more people can relate with me.
0: I, you know what? I actually do relate to you on that because there are moments like, or you you can smell a memory.
2: Yeah, you can smell. Think definitely of being have at that school and like sticking your face in a crayon box. You can smell it.
0: Which, so this this also bakes the question too. Mm-hmm. Uh, are is a random smell a smell a sensory or is it just a memory from your brain?
2: Ooh, that's a good question
0: is it something you smelled when you were in the womb
2: uh no i don't think it goes back that far
0: what if it I does think it's
2: something from your memory because
0: what if the brain remembers like mom had a garlic garlicky food so when i smell garlic think my memory goes oh i smell garlic what if that actually happens Yeah. What if like mom was painting a room when he was getting the baby ready and the baby remembers what that smell of paint is?
2: No, I don't think it goes that far. How do you know? I don't, but I don't think. If you have
0: memories where you can smell the memory, how is that not true?
2: Oh, I'm saying in my opinion, I don't think it's formed until you're out of the womb. Just had a total Bob Ross moment. No, yeah, right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm baking your guys' noodle today. Stupid. Instead of highly All irritable, accidents. it's discovery, exploring the universe, smells our memories. Mm. <laughs> You're silly. Yeah, whatever. Um, Anyways.
2: We haven't talked about The Bachelor
0: in dude, a while. Dude, fuck The Bachelor. No. So over it. Okay, Chris no. isn't in it. Who cares? And the one guy decided to come out on, what's his name?
2: Colton. You Colton. know I love The Bachelor and I'm going to bring it up. Any chance I get. So Colton Underwood came out as gay. And this was. (laughs) Like
0: nobody knew.
2: No, this was no shocker to me, to be honest.
0: (laughs) It's a total. Okay, so first of all, there's one thing that I am so fucking sick of. Why is sexuality so fucking important in Hollywood? Why does it matter what your sexuality is? Why do you have to go on Good Morning America to do an interview to tell someone you're fucking gay? Who cares? Right. That's how fucked up society is. They have men that scared that they go on a show called The Bachelor Mm -hmm. and waste all these women's time to then come out and say you're gay.
2: Okay, so what I had read is I don't think, and I could be wrong, but from what I had read, I don't think... At that time, he knew or understood that he was gay. Stop. Yet, I think he said that he finally understood at the beginning of this year that he was gay.
0: I still don't. None of it makes any sense to me. And I really honestly think that sexuality has now become a publicity stunt.
2: Yeah, no, I, I don't care if you're gay. Like if you want to be with a man, a woman. Whatever. Me neither. I totally don't care. I don't think it needs to be made on headlines. Like, I love who you love. Whatever. People are also um, labeling him as the first gay bachelor. And I don't think he owns that right. Because when he was the bachelor, it was not a season for gay people. He Mm. was a man dating women.
0: So you think that the first gay bachelor should be the first gay bachelor? Like the one where they do dudes dating dudes
2: or women dating women 100 percent. if they want to label him as the first gay bachelor bring him back and give him that right to date men
0: yeah i i don't know i i can't tell you how sick and tired i am of of sexuality being such a big part of culture nowadays right that it's that important it, it drives me nuts when there's a sex scene in a fucking TV show. It's it's just added stupid stuff. Like, there's no reason to show it. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Like, it used to be cool back in the day every now and then when I wasn't getting laid by you regularly. Mm-hmm. But now it's just super irritating because it's like filling something that I don't want to watch.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think in... um. A better world it could have been like um colton was seen walking hand in hand with a dude down the street and people minded their own fucking business and mm. didn't care it didn't make headlines and or how about if he's going to do it, it
0: it should be colton is going to do the bachelor again that's but it's going to be with, with men
2: yeah and then that's how he should be labeled the first gay bachelor yeah
0: why hasn't the bachelor done that and breaking that barrier
2: Uh, The Bachelor just finally broke the barrier of the first.
0: Interracial couple.
2: No. First black um, female Mm. Bachelorette and male. You know, Mm. they had Rachel and then.
0: That's so ridiculous. Right. Considering that Hollywood preaches about how open they are about, you know, racial lines and gay and pride. And it's just it shows you how fucking ridiculous people are.
2: Right. Right.
0: It's ridiculous. It's fucking dumb that sexuality matters this much.
2: 1000%.
0: The dude's going to get like so many followers now and he's going to have his career is going to be reboosted because he just came out gay.
2: Okay. So I was also reading that um, he is getting his own uh, Netflix TV show about his life as a gay man.
0: Oh, well, go figure.
2: Yep. So now couldn't be
0: a better script, could it?
2: so now he's currently filming for that. So fucking
0: lame. <laughs> yeah. You know? What I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna come out gay.
2: So you could and have a TV show?
0: Hundred percent. It'll spike my followers, it'll give the show better ratings. I'm just gonna tell people I'm gay. Yeah. I it was fake. I never loved Marissa. <laughs> I loved her and you know, but I was always more into anal sex with her. So I figured out I was gay because that matters.
2: And now I have Netflix following me around with cameras.
0: Yeah. Now I'm a social media superstar. Right. Because I'm gay.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: If that doesn't piss you off, then it, I don't know. Dude, get into it. Like we're in the 21st century, dude. Why does it matter still? Right. It's not like we're in 1950s and some dude came out during a black and white movie and said I'm gay and everyone lost their shit all the bible thumpers and stuff.
2: Yeah, I don't exactly know what's going to be in his <laughs> um Netflix TV show.
0: Like gay people are going to church now. I know. So, so I don't, why don't know does it what they're
2: going to cover. I guess just his specific life.
0: I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to boycott it. Cuz I don't give a fuck anymore about people's sexuality. No. I'm not going to watch it.
2: It should just be a show about Colton's life, and don't ask me to, to watch do it with the fact that he's gay. It should just it be just Colton's life. And why he's does that make it more not. interesting?
0: Yeah. And why does it matter, dude? Come on, it's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Talking about irritating shit, dude. Talk about American Idol.
2: <laughs> right. What happened? You know, it got to that point, um, I don't even watch it anymore.
0: So recently on American Idol, you know, mm-hmm. not only, you know, the only person that's talented on American Idol that's judging anymore is Katy Perry. Right. Like she has a career and she's got a good voice and she can do anything she wants. You know, she's married to Orlando Bloom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But the two other people are like, who the fuck are they? Like Luke Bryan. Uh, and Lionel Richie.
2: Luke Bryan is good. He's super famous in country music. You just <clears> don't <throat> listen to country music. I listen to it more than you do.
0: Irrelevant. You you know, the, it, it's not even and just... And
2: Lionel Richie is famous too.
0: Yeah, but where... He's the, just not like, The whole point of currently. the judge in American Idol was to be savage like Simon Cowell. And then have yes. someone like Paula Abdul who, you know could basically go off the radar at any second. Yeah. You know, where you don't know if she's going to get kicked off the show or not.
2: She was like always the wild card.
0: She was. But so needless to say, the show's terrible right now. Like there's no. did like, they
2: cancel it?
0: They did. And then they brought it back. Why? Because pe- I don't know, but I don't think it's going to last very long because, right. you know, like we watched a couple episodes so far. Yeah. And it's just like horrendous because there's no more like shock filter anymore about like seeing someone that was a homeless person uh-huh. become famous. Because, and especially every since time. you know that most of these people that make like the final cut have been in the industry for years and being tracked. Uh huh. And they're finally just getting their break. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they've been selected. Hey, I I feel like it's pre-selected like i feel like the music producers and stuff are like okay so we're gonna make this girl famous finally let's do it let's give her her shot right we can do it we figured out how to do it
2: could so, you imagine
0: no it'd be i so rigged. someone should definitely if there's any investigators out there they should start investigating american idol to see if it's pre-selected
2: <laughs> if the whole show's rigged
0: yeah it is i feel like it is i feel like all these shows are rigged and hollywood hollywooded the fuck out somebody's
2: like, gonna come over here and cancel our show and tell us to shut the fuck up
0: <laughs> right we're gonna get whacked by the harvey producers. weinstein
2: yeah right they're gonna come after us <laughs> here
0: he comes you figured it out oh. conspiracy theory 101
2: okay so what's new on it something new is happening
0: well luke bryant they so brian seacrest came out and said luke bryant you know is not on the show tonight. He's sick. Yeah. But come to find out he's got COVID-19. Really? So he basically spread it all over the fucking studio. But needless to say, they, you know, called Paula Abdul, whose career is completely shit and was like, Hey, we want to be on the American Idol again? So she came back for an episode.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: So in her honor, I dragged up a couple of, uh, her fuck ups on American Idol and just how ridiculous she was.
2: I'm sorry. She made that show hilarious.
0: No, she didn't. She was terrible. And, and it, like, realistically, the only reason why she was on the show is because Simon Cowell brought her. That's yeah. the only reason.
2: But she brought the entertainment.
0: No. Let, the here comedy. we go. Here's the first clip of her, and everybody thinks that she's fucking drunk. You ready? Yep. You ready to listen to this fucking Yahoo? Play it what the fuck is a lower register what is the lowered register that's like that the contractor coming over and telling me about the house he's building and saying yeah the valence and the poor uh 4969 bracket over there dude i don't care about the 4969 bracket what the fuck did you think about the house is it ready or is it not
2: Hello? Register. Isn't that like a, a high pitch and a lower? Re- Dude, I didn't I'm know that saying. you took
0: music lessons all of a sudden. <laughs> she's over here <laughs> fucking yawning, and she's teaching me about music. But, anyways, listen to this. Here's the rest. We never really hear.
2: Um, the second song, I felt like your usual charm wasn't. It was missing for me. It kind of left me a little empty. And uh, the two songs made me feel like you're not.
0: It was kind of missing for me. You left me a little empty. You
2: left me empty. <laughs>
0: Hey, listen, Paula. You've left me empty since 1982 when you came out with "Opposites Attract." <laughs> my life is empty with you in it. <laughs> Anyways, you got to listen to the rest of this flub.
2: Fighting hard enough to to get into the top four. So, David Cook. No, we should just just on the first song, just on the first one, just on the first. I song. thought you. I'm, oh my god, I thought you sang twice. Wow, <laughs> That was rude
0: <sighs> She didn't even know he only sang one song She's so terrible
2: You're just not trying hard enough Is but what she
0: told him This dingbat Is getting paid millions of dollars To do a show like that Right And be completely unprofessional
2: But I feel like maybe they uh, Feed into that for entertainment purposes Don't you think
0: I sadly say that it just shows that in this world, Hollywood, dumb people, no, not Hollywood. Let's just say the world, dumb, stupid people enjoy mindless entertainment over intelligent people.
2: That is also true.
0: So rather than learn and study and become a better person, You'd rather listen to some dumbass spew out their bullshit on a show like this because you're dumb.
2: Do you remember how she used to, like, sit there with her head down on the desk and her hands over her head and clap?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she didn't even have the energy to, like. Lift her head up?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that shit?
0: (laughs) I do. I do.
2: Entertainment at its finest.
0: I, you know. I got to say, it's just ridiculous. The voice at least has talented people on it, you know, like, and they get into the music and stuff and that the, the people that are auditioning are like really good and they get lessons. Like, I'm into that.
2: You know what one I like too, and we were watching for a while? The it's, mass Singer. Yes.
0: Yeah. That, that was interesting.
2: Good. We need to watch that one and then talk about that.
0: Yeah. I'm going to play. You want to hear another flub from her? Yeah. All right. I want to play another one. This one's funny. They get into an argument. But you just can see how low her IQ is because she doesn't have like any bias to go back at them at Randy or Simon. It's just funny.
1: I just can't, um, but it wasn't the contestants; it was the judges who lost control. Can I talk? Uh, yes, of course. But listen,
0: let me talk without you
1: rudely interrupting me, Randy. Oh, for once,
0: Oh my God! Please. Oh. I'm offended. First day of
2: January, 1892. Okay. Um, Simon, what do you think? Oh, wonderful. I bet you he can do Kermit the Frog very well. Because <laughs> you have that kind of, like, nasal tone.
0: So... Randall, I don't want to be rude, but did you turn up at this audition today to be told by Paul or Abdul, you, can't, well, you, keep you can do me like Kermit what? the Frog? Shut front. up! I'm just reinforcing your point now, you Shut no. up! I'm just reinforcing the point. No, anything, anything, anything you want. Yeah, Sing anything you whatever Shut up. You want Shut now. up. No, you stink. I'm going to
1: have a break. See ya.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there. You know that I will admit that I miss the old American Idol. I guess that's really what it comes down to: is I miss the old Simon, intelligently roasting people, even though he's a dick bag and a total loser.
2: But did any of those people really think they were going to get famous?
0: They did. They went on the show.
2: I know, I know.
0: Some people got mega famous.
2: Okay, but the good ones. But that guy performing thr- uh, "Thriller" right now—did mm-hmm. he really think he was like, "This is my time to shine"?
0: I genuinely think he did. I mean, they clear i mean, you've you've seen people that think they have good voices and sing at karaoke and stuff, and like, you know,
2: that's true. That their is dumb true. friends are like, "Yay, yeah. yay yeah, right? you did
0: it!" But what they really need is Cardi B in the background telling them no. <laughs> like, meh. <laughs> nah. That's what they need. <laughs> Can't go a show without using the Cardi B soundboard. Right. I just got to do it one time.
2: Coronavirus! Coronavirus!
0: Speaking of coronavirus. Or
2: like Brian.
0: <clears throat> for all you jack off people that are like, you need to go get the vaccination. Fucking Howard Stern and Robin Quivers. How about Johnson and Johnson? They're getting yanked off the shelves.
2: What do you mean?
0: You didn't hear about that? Mm-mm. It's like the biggest news ever right now. Johnson & Johnson just recently was told by the United States that they will no longer be using their coronavirus vaccination because it was creating blood clots.
2: That's interesting. And I believe that because um, Johnson & Johnson, I feel like it's a lot of shit.
0: They do. They're crappy people, and we're trusting them to do our vaccinations.
2: Well, and a lot of stuff like baby products
0: but even then like doctors are saying like this vaccination isn't even good for the new strand of coronavirus that just came out right like there's a new strand that's rolling around you gonna make it yeah Marissa you're awfully yawny tonight <laughs> are you tired um, Did does did the okay. kids stacking books and trying to break out of your palace like they make you tired yeah
2: <laughs> My palace, stop.
0: She's having like a straight up yawn attack and it's Um, like she's trying to hide it from me and I can see her face straining and I wish I could show you guys, but I can't.
2: And this is exactly why I don't let him um, do the YouTube videos anymore. (laughs) This is why our YouTube is empty because it's just full of me yawning the whole damn time.
0: Right, I guess that's just how boring our show is.
2: No, no, but um, really though, we talked about how our kids are... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: I locked her up right now. (laughs) I had to shake her up a little bit to get her out of her little funk. No,
2: you're sitting here talking about Johnson and Johnson and you expect me not to yawn once. Yeah. Cut me some fucking slack.
0: No, but seriously, though, the vaccination got ripped off the shelves.
2: I believe it. But, you know, just a heads up. You want to talk about politics. You want to talk about vaccinations. I'm going to fucking yawn. Don't call me out for it because they would have never known I was yawning. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, we'll just put that one down there Yeah No more yawning
2: Drop it, leave it where it was
0: Okay, whatever Anyways, what'd you think of the show?
2: It was fun Um, I do have one um negative review You did not have a game show for me this episode
0: Nope We did something totally different
2: Yeah, so four stars out of five For mm. my Yelp review
0: mm. <laughs> Well, it looks like we're turning off Yelp, ladies and gentlemen. So no longer leave us reviews on that platform. Yeah, but we do have big news. Do we? Yeah, I mean, like really big news.
2: Ooh, I'm excited.
0: So I've been waiting for three months,
2: three whole months,
0: to get an answer mm-hmm. from a particular company. Oh yeah, to host our podcast.
2: I know, I know where you're going with this,
0: and. Yesterday, I finally got the email, and I am so proud to announce that Pandora has finally accepted our podcast.
2: Whoop, whoop.
0: So we will be on Pandora. I can't tell you when. They just told me that it takes time to upload the podcast. Once it's uploaded, you can then listen to all of the podcasts, and every time we do a new one. It'll automatically upload.
2: Yeah. But we did get the confirmation email. I'm so, that's so
0: excited. Thanks to you guys. So cool. We are on freaking Pandora.
2: I know. How cool is that?
0: We're on fucking Pandora.
2: I know. They that's just awesome.
0: started their new podcast forum and we are on it. It's- Final thoughts. If you have a dream that you're chasing and you really want to go after it, don't listen to people that are dragging you down. Don't listen to the little TikTok fuckers. Don't listen to the fucking internet trolls. Don't listen to your mom, your dad, your uncle, your brother, your sister that's telling you, you know, you're not worth a shit or maybe you're not that good at it. Chase your dream. Do it. Don't be one of those people that you look back on life and you have that regret where you say, I wish I would have followed through with that. You only get one life. Think about that. One life. You're born and then you die. There are dreams and there are realities. The the best part about that is that a dream often becomes a reality for many people because they work hard. And a lot of the times, hard work outdoes intelligence. I've heard that from a lot of successful people. They didn't know the job that well, but they worked so hard to do it that they became successful. And they're living success stories right now. You don't have to be perfect at your dream right now. But you gotta go for it. Don't give up. Please. I'm begging you. Don't give up on your dream. I'm not gonna give up on my dream. I'm gonna chase that motherfucker until I knock the doors down. Like I told you, highly irritable is going to the fucking moon, baby. And all of you are coming with me. And that's my final thought. Don't give up on your motherfucking dreams. Chase them till the end. And fuck the haters. And if you see someone walking down the street that looks like me, most likely it is me. So turn around. Look me in the eye. Give me a hug and a shake. Because I will shake your hand or fist bump you. Give me a little kiss on the cheek, and then I want you to look me deep in the eyes, right into my pearly little gray blue eyes, and tell me, hey Adam, go fuck yourself.